Welcome to the Equip Podcast. Here you'll find conversations from people of all different walks of life, sharing their experiences, the things the Lord has taught them, and things to equip you. Equip is based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, that talks about equipping God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That is our goal here, to build you up and equip you through seasons of ups and downs in life. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gibson, and today I'm joined by Margie Frank. Margie is an interior designer and is married to our new discipleship pastor, Hickson Frank. They have three adult children and recently moved to Tyler from Austin. As the holidays are fast approaching, I asked Margie to come share about hospitality as well as some of her favorite traditions. So Margie, welcome. I'm so excited to be here, Taylor. Yay, I'm glad you're here. Um, So one of my favorite things about this time of year is decorating for Christmas. But there's a little bit of controversy about whether it's okay to do that before Thanksgiving or after (laughs) Thanksgiving. So just right off the bat, we're going to make some people mad, ruffle some feathers. All right. When do you decorate for Christmas? November 1st. November 1st. I do. I don't pull everything out. Uh-huh. But I tend to like, now that the kids are gone, I put up the trees and I keep my fall out. So I don't put my fall away, okay. but I feel like I want to enjoy it as long as uh-huh. I can. Uh-huh. So there, that's probably offending a lot of people. So when do you start Christmas music? November 1st too? You know what? We started October 31st, which is really crazy. And it's because a lot of reasons, but a few years ago, I don't know how many, uh, we just had, it was on Halloween on October 31st, and Sydney had walked through a really hard, dark season, but come so out of it. one of your it. daughters? Our oldest daughter, yes. Thank you. And then Grayson, our youngest son, was in high school, and he'd kind of, you know, taken a hit for, you know how high school is, mm-hmm. hit for something. And it's the day that my husband, Hickson, lost his dad when he was 13. So it's kind of always been kind of this day, and I think we already kind of knew that it was a sad day. We'd lost, you know... Hickson's dad. And then, you know, Sydney just had this terrible dream and it was just like yuck. And uh, Grayson had a hard day or whatever. And so I just like took a video, like I stood up on a chair, took a video and sent it out to the whole family on the group text. Circular, my middle one was probably like, what's going on? And I said, you know what? We are just going to reclaim this day and we're going to start Christmas music on October 31st and we're going to be happy. And it's going to be so ever since then, it's just kind of oh. been a thing. We just kind of this Flip has the been table. a source of contention in my marriage oh, because yeah. I am like a the thir- Thanksgiving's on Thursday and Friday we're doing decorations and my husband Aaron is like no we don't start that till December first oh. and so this past year we've only been married a year this past year was our first holidays together so I got him to do it that Friday but this I year must see if I can do it sooner I told him he looked up how many days it was till Christmas I think recently and it was 62 and I said okay well at 60 I'm gonna start celebrating so I can get a full two months (laughs) he looked at me like I'm crazy but we'll see what happens (laughs) I love it I know I used to wait till the Friday after or I guess the day after Thanksgiving and then we kind of kept munching it because I want to enjoy everything yes yes it's the best time of the year it is um so what are you most looking forward to this holiday season oh my goodness okay all the things like the lights the weather changing all that stuff but specifically um Trader Joe's comes out with their peppermint, like Mm -hmm. I forgot what they call them, but they're basically peppermint patties and they're like so amazing. And I go buy like tons of boxes of those Um, drinks, like peppermint hot chocolate Uh and caramel apple cider. 
Those are like Starbucks drinks. Starbucks used to do a gingerbread latte, and they quit what? doing it. It's, it was tragic. So that I found is. a gingerbread syrup online and just started and making you do it, it myself. Yourself. Uh-huh. I should do that. Uh-huh. And you, it's a holiday drink. So the it best. is. Those are what I look forward to, and Christmas movies like the old Turner classics. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. it happened on Fifth Avenue, Christmas in Connecticut, yes. White Christmas, yes. All that stuff. And I throw, like, you've got mail in there, too. That's kind of, of a Christmas. Of course. I remember in college, you get, like, a month off of school, and I would go home and watch Hallmark movies with my mom yes. for, like, the whole month. I love the Christmas And now, you Hallmark. know, you, you work in, you don't get a whole month off for no. Christmas. But I'm like, where can I squeeze in these holiday Hallmark movies <laughs> that are my cheesy and just fine? I know, but I need everybody to get together yes. in the end and to be happy. Exactly. It makes me happy. Um, well, First Peter 4, 8 reminds us that, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about today is sharing hospitality with each other. Um, The holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas seems like a time of year that we have an opportunity to do that the most um, or the easiest, I guess. But some of us don't really have the gift of hospitality. Maybe we're hosting guests this time of year. Maybe we're not. But we all have opportunities to be hospitable. So how can we use our gifts to show hospitality to those that we'll be interacting with this season, even if we don't have that gifting? Absolutely. And I think so many times, too, hospitality is just any time someone kind of intersects in your path or your circle, just the circle that you draw around yourself. So mm-hmm. even... um just I thought of like when I went to Life Together, which was so awesome last week, and um, I got there. I didn't know anyone. And even for just a second, even though I'm comfortable going into rooms and everything, I was like, oh, I just had that little inch of uh-huh. like, oh, I really don't know anyone yet. And I walked in, and it was so nice to go and get my hot chocolate, and Angie Smith was waving, I've got a chair, you know. So that's hospitality, yes. just making you immediately feel comfortable. So it doesn't have to be this grand, you know— laid out table or whatever, but there is something very intimate when we really hospitality is just disrupting or interrupting our own lives and our own schedules for somebody else. Mm. And sometimes that is pulling them all the way into our home. And, um, but there's just this thing that I call the ministry of hospitality because hospitality is a ministry. Um, and so if we just slow down enough to interrupt our, our time to set, just kind of the stage, not that God needs our candles or our cookies or whatever, but we're just welcoming Him into that presence or whatever. So it's our willingness just to interrupt our lives or whatever and giving God the chance or the opportunity to move. And there's something about, you know, giving your hand something to do, a table when I'm sharing my story with you and I have something to do with my hands, like eating or a Coke or something to drink. Yeah. And that table is kind of this makes it a little bit safer because you're over there and I'm over here and I'm leaning in and I'm hearing your story. And as I know for me, when a friend shared her story in a setting like that, and she shared about her broken places and what she had walked through, and even though my broken places look different than her broken places, she had walked through something she didn't smell like, you know, smoke or fire that she had walked through. And God had really walked in and filled those broken cracks and redeemed those places, those broken places, and restored her. And it encouraged my heart and encouraged my faith that I thought, okay, if Jesus did that for her, then Jesus can come and He can fill in my broken cracks and He can restore my broken places and fill up those broken places in my life. So it just encourages me and lets me know it. But hospitality is kind of the warm, safe place 
that creates that intimate the opportunities the to opportunity share. to share. Yeah, so it's it's huge because we all have hard seasons. No one's like immune from that, and the world's broken, and it's yes. not going to be healed until He does that. And so, to me, the ministry of hospitality is really when I share my broken places, they connect to your broken places. And when I see how Jesus has filled in and showed up in those hard places and hard seasons in your life, then I believe that He's going to do the same thing for me. Yes. Well, in in that instance, hospitality wasn't necessarily her inviting you into her home, although it could have mm-hmm. been, mm-hmm. but it was her inviting you into her story. Absolutely. Which I think is important when we think about we may not have a gift of hospitality, quote unquote, but we can all be hospitable to one another and invite each other in in different ways. That's exactly right, Taylor. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so what is the posture of hospitality? I've heard you talk about that a little bit before. I do. I love it. The ho- The posture of hospitality is more, because at the end of the day, we can have all the decorations and the food and the house and the, you know, whatever it is, but you don't need the ping pong table and the pool and the whatever. Sometimes we think we have to if I don't have that, mm-hmm. so I can't have anybody in my house. But really, at the end of the day, it's how we make people feel in our spaces, ultimately. Because I've been in friends' houses that it was just, you know, life was messy and things were everywhere. But I felt so loved and that I could let my guard down and it was a safe place that I just wanted to go again and again. And then I think also the posture of hospitality is... Um, just how we make people feel. I mean, like I said, but it's let me letting go of the picture of what I think it has to look like in my head and holding that loosely and letting it be whatever God wants it to be, what whatever He wants that dinner to look like or that interaction or somebody coming over to bake cookies with me or whatever. But I love uh, Matthew 22, 36 through 39, and it doesn't sound like a hospitality verse, but where they're asking, basically, teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? And he said to him, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important command. So he's like, this is the biggest thing that you can do is love the Lord your God. And the second is just like it. So it's almost like on equal footing. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and prophets depend on these two commands. And I love that. I'm like, that's huge. Like everything hinges. Like you take everything and it hinges on these two commands. So I'm to love them with all my heart, all my emotions, all my feelings, all of that side. To love them with all my soul. So Margie's not the skin and the bones and the hair there's Margie is inside of this body. So my deepest inner soul is to love him. And then my mind, my intellect, I don't check my brain at the door. I love him. I mean, science backs up God and he backs up creation. And so I love him with my mind too. And then out of that flows, then I can love others. And I love, I want to share real quick, Louis Giglio does this thing and it like was life altering for me. And he talks about this, how God, what that is, is God basically is looking at you and he says, I love you. I love you unconditionally. I love you as you are. You don't need to clean up or change yourself. I'm so grateful for you. I am so grateful that I created you. You're a rare and beautiful treasure. He's looking at Taylor going, you are rare and unique, and I gifted you in special ways that I didn't gift anyone else. And then I forgive you. I forgive you for everything you've done. I forgive you for everything you're going to do. And I'm going to hold you to this high standard. Yes. So once you come into relationship with me, I do have this high standard, but and you're in your relationship with me, you're on the bus, and you're not going to get kicked off if you mess up, because I'm going to mess up every day. I lay my head down on the pillow, and I have messed up in relationship with someone. 
So it's like I'm going to have tons of grace and mercy for you, though. And then you have a special calling. You think you're just going to an office, but really you're there to be a light to someone. You're there to just walk me out in flesh for other people. And I'm cheering for you. I'm like, Margie, you've got this. You've got this day. I'm, I'm yes. pulling for you. And I think the thing that I love that he took that and he said, God gives us that in shovelfuls. So when I'm like, Lord, I don't know if I can, you, you can, your mind mercies are new every day. So I'm going to give you, you need two more shovels. I'm going to give you two more shovels. You need another shovel of forgiveness, Margie. I've got, I've got endless supplies. So he's shoveling the grace yes. and the mercy on me. And when I turn, when I really believe it and I receive it from him and I understand, then I have it to give you in shovelfuls. Yes. But when I dispense it in teaspoonfuls, when you come to me and you say, Margie, I could tell that really bothered you and I want to ask your forgiveness, and I go, well, I mean, it did, and I give you the cold shoulder. I'm like, I'll give you the cold shoulder for a week, and then um, I might tell my connect group about it, and we'll pray about you and see if I—you know what I'm saying? And Uh I'm just doing spoonfuls. It really says more about me than it says about you. And I think I used to take it that it said more about me receiving the spoonfuls and it's really more that I haven't understood and I haven't fully received His grace and His mercy because I'm not shoveling it onto you. So I think when the horizontal is right, then the vertical just— Yes. And so really hospitality is a spiritual and mental posture that we receive from the Lord it is. and get right with the Lord with. And then it overflows physically and onto the people around us. And so when we have received— from the Lord, like you said, grace and forgiveness, we're able to give that so much more freely. Absolutely. And the other thing, too, you kind of talked about during the Christmas season, we might be having people in our home a little bit more. And if we're honest, some people are going to be really easy and they're going to be some harder people. And that kind of flipped the switch on how I viewed the hard people in my life. And I was able to go, you know what? They don't have it to give. And that's okay. And it really helped me with some hard people. And then the other thing I just felt like God said Margie you're you're somebody's hard person too and so to realize like somebody is going I'm gonna have to shovel extra <laughs> extra grace and mercy towards Margie it helped my perspective change on the hard people because we're always the good guy in the story exactly. right like no, no one wants this ready for me to leave I am fun and awesome yeah. like why would you not like me <laughs> that is funny. yeah yeah it's good yeah. Yeah. Well, as we think about um, hospitality, and I know we've talked about how you don't have to have it all together. And I think that's great because you and I have both probably been in people's homes where they're constantly apologizing for not having it together. Yes. And then it just kind of distracts from yes. being there. Yep. So what are some things that we can do? know that there's different elements of hospitality in the see, the hear, and the smell that we can feel like it's pulled together maybe if it's not necessarily pulled together. Some physical things that we can do once we've got the spiritual and mental mental posture right. Yeah. Okay. This is the kind of the fun stuff. Um, Because I do, I like to think of it like your senses when you walk into a room. So it's what you see first. And and when you have like the sofa and the chair and you've got the basics, Uh you can't figure out why it feels so flat. And it's because layers add warmth. Okay. So you're going to want the pillows, and you're going to want to throw, and you might even put a basket with throws rolled up in the corner that people could grab and curl up on your sofa. And it's the things that you put on your wall, which don't have to be expensive. You can download prints now and have them, you know, printed on 
paper and framed or whatever, or take your kids' art, or sometimes we've like even taken pan. I'm not artistic at all and made something. So, and a lot of times now it's just found objects. We're so into estate sales now and yes. find it at a garage sale. So it's those layers and it's putting a lamp with a couple of books with a plant on top and a candle beside. So it's those little vignettes that your eye lands on around the room, which can be done from Target Dollar Spot. I just bought some pillows from Target Dollar Spot. I was like, those are adorable. And I'm going to need those little star, white little stars to go with my other pillows. But it's the layers. That's what you can do for the sea. So it's where your eyes land in the room and just having those little vignettes of threes, always thinking odd numbers. I know you've probably heard that rule. Yes, Just think of yes. threes, sixes, and nines, that kind of stuff. Okay. And anyway. And well, pillows. and you could even, like, if you start thinking, man, I wish I could totally redecorate, you could move stuff from different rooms. Yes. Or even, like, all of us probably have books of some sort. They don't have yes. to be these crazy pretty books nope. that are the hardcover or whatever. They can be any kind of book to just set out. And honestly, that's really a conversation piece. Yeah. It's true. That is very true. Like, because people do end up looking at what what you've stacked up or whatever, and it might be something that you've read in the past. But shop, I don't know, you've heard shop your house. Really shop your house. Yes. Go through and pull something off your bed and put it on your sofa. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's the C. Okay. And then the here is really when you walk in. Um, sometimes it is. It's an you're going into someone's intimate space. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that can be a little intimidating. It just brings down the awkward yes. if you've got a little bit of music playing. Everybody's got a speaker. So and Christmas music. Christmas music. Depending on when you start that. <laughs> exactly. Which in our family, we actually vote on kind of the official Christmas album and we already have a running text going. We've got uh, the Rat Pack from my husband. Uh, I think Grayson threw it. My youngest threw in uh, Kirk Franklin going old okay. school. Uh-huh. Someone's thrown out Neil Diamond. So we'll see. We'll see kind of where we land. But yeah, just the having music going or a Christmas movie playing with a volume way down low. It just kind of feels in that empty. So it's what you hear when you walk into instead of it just being this awkward trying to start a conversation. It gives you something like, oh my goodness, you love Amy Grant Christmas yes. or my, For my husband. That means the game is on. There you go. Well, depending on who's coming over or not, the game is going to be but on. But it gives you something to start talking yes. about when they walk in the room. They go, oh my goodness, are you pulling for, you know, Georgia? Are you pulling for tech? Or yeah, uh-huh. you kind of yes. go into that. So that's kind of the, you got that C, you've got that here. And then the smell is super easy with a candle and, and smells the scents. It's just, it gives you that total package of warmthness. Because you know you've walked into stores and you're like, I love this smell. What is this smell? What are y'all burning? It could be cookies in the oven. I mean, is that not the That's a good deal because, you know, if it's a cookie candle and then you realize there's not actually cookies you get to eat, it's kind of a bummer. (laughs) Super disappointing. But, you know, that's just mean. Yes, it is. (laughs) Well, on Pinterest lately, I've been seeing stuff about um, putting orange peel and cinnamon just kind of simmering on the stove. And having that smell granted could be a fire hazard, so you got to keep an eye on it. But more of the smell element that you could do. You do. And you can find those recipes on Pinterest, and they're not hard. I do that, too. it's a cheap way to have it smelling good. It is. And you put the lid on and keep it. And you can – I forget how long it lasts. And then take the lid off and Mm -hmm. turn the burner on again. So even if it's just a roll of cookie dough and you just blob them on Mm -hmm. there – Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. And then you can eat them. So it is. So it's like all of those things kind of rolled up together. You don't know why you love it when you walk into a space 
until you start breaking it down kind of like that. It just makes me want to have people over. Ah, there you go. Well, and it's like um, Matthew 25, 40 says, whatever you've done for the least of these, you've done for me. And just that idea of wanting people to feel welcomed out of the love that we have for the Lord. Yeah, I love that. Um, so what are some... Well, I want to challenge our listeners first, um, because I think an element of being able to practice hospitality is inviting people into it. Um, and there's a verse I can't remember um, where it's from. I will link it in the show notes. All of our scriptures will be listed there. Um, but it says, and then Jesus said to his host, when you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. If they do, you they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. And just this idea of thinking this holiday season, who can we add? I mean, you're you're going to have your family there, maybe, um, depending on what kind of relationship with you have with them. But Maybe there's that extra seat. You mentioned when you came to Life Together, our monthly women's event and Bible teaching, that somebody saved you a seat and how special that was. And so just think through, I want to challenge our listeners to think through, who can you save an extra seat at your table for? Um, Maybe your neighbor who's a single mom or the college student that doesn't have a home to go to, or even the young couple whose family lives too far away for them to get to be with at the holidays. Um, and just kind of thinking through how can you practice this? And even just hearing you talk about the ways to be hospitable makes me want to have some people over. I'm like, <laughs> who's coming over now? Um, but I just think through some of that. Taylor, I love that. I saw something the other day and it's not a scripture, but it said we spend most of our time getting, trying to get away from the people that Jesus spent the most time with. Oh, and that makes me think of that when you, when you say that scripture of just, opening up and looking around someone who doesn't have anywhere to go or their family's too far away to travel or, yeah, I love that. And just the gift of hospitality that way, because it's, that's easy. You're already getting together. You already got the food. You already, you know. What's one more person? I mean, you know you're going to have leftovers anyways. Exactly. Thanksgiving food for like a week after. you're sick of it. Yes. Uh (laughs) That is the truth. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So another favorite thing of mine during this time of year is traditions. Uh, I don't really have traditions any other time of year that I know of. I don't, I mean, not off the top of my head, most of it is centered around November and December. So do you and your family have any fun traditions? We do have kind of some fun traditions. So one of the things that we like to do and, um, of course, it's changing, and you and I kind of talked about this with um, three out of the five of us in ministry. This is kind of shifting, but that's another thing about just holding everything loosely and it not having to look a certain way, but we always go on Christmas Eve to like a Chinese buffet okay. because of what movie, A Christmas Story, they end up at the at the... So we we do that just for fun because in ministry, you're you're really running up until the... Last yes. Christmas so you Eve have service. Three kids. Tell yes. us their names again. Three kids. Sydney is uh, twenty-eight, uh-huh. and, and she's a worship she's a leader. Worship leader. Okay. And then Sarah Claire is twenty-six, and she's a corporate recruiter. Uh-huh. And Grayson is twenty-two, and he's a junior high minister. Okay, so you've got two of your kids, and then your husband doing ministry. Yes. So really, it's just you and Sarah Claire hanging out on Christmas. It's, there we go. Yeah. And the funny thing is that you everybody else is in a Christmas Eve service. <laughs> exactly. Last year, or I don't know, Sarah Claire has been doing this for, or Sydney's been doing this for a while. Our oldest, where she's not done leading until her last Christmas Eve service is over. And so 
uh, Hickson, our, my husband and my son would start after we ended ours, He they would start up the highway and kind of try to meet her uh-huh. halfway and let somebody jump in the car with her. So it was just Sarah Claire and I. So we started like going and getting our favorite pizza and there's a you know, it was a place called Tiny's. It's our favorite cookie place. And and we would watch a movie, like waiting for them to get back. So it's just not getting your feelings hurt that it doesn't look the way, you know, and they'd get in at one o'clock in the morning. Well, that's not exactly, if you have that, it has to be, we have to have dinner and then go to the Christmas Eve. It's just not going to look that way. But it's, yeah, so it's changed. So now we'll have, I guess they'll be driving in together. I don't know how that'll work. And yeah, sweet Sarah season, Claire, I know. So, the other, so you and Sarah Claire have your own traditions. We have our own yes. traditions, I know. <laughs> so the other thing that I started doing is, you know how you eat this big meal and yes. it's so great mm-hmm. and then it's dessert time and you're just like, I Where mean, you push go? through oh, because yeah. why would you have to? Because mom made that chocolate pie that's amazing. Hello, yes. I have to eat this or I'll hurt her feelings. So we all push through, but you're just like miserable. I mean, we still do that. But one morning, I just get all like the desserts before they're sliced into and we have like dessert for breakfast. And then that's all we eat like that morning oh, is just like, morning. do you want a slice of chocolate pie? Do you want a slice of pumpkin pie or whatever? Mom and I have a thing where we what eat dessert do? for breakfast. Like I if love there's that. birthday cake or pie or whatever, that makes me so we're happy. having dessert for breakfast the next morning with our coffee. And my dad and my husband will look at us like, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> Leave us alone. We're still celebrating. Yeah, exactly. Taylor, you're my kind of girl. Yes. I like that. Yes. What so, else do you so do? We do that. Um, and let's see, what else do we do? We definitely, I already told you we do the Christmas album. Like we kind of vote yes. on an official love Christmas that. album. And one year, Leslie Odom Jr. has a great voice. We did yes. his two years in a row because he just has a great voice when to. he does. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Hickson always goes and gets us Starbucks that morning before we kind of start everything. The other thing we do, we do read the Christmas story, and I think a lot of people do that. But one of the things we started a long time ago was, um, I don't even know who gave it to us, but we have a big crown of thorns with long thorns. And I don't know, like we couldn't remember where it came from, but we started putting that on the top with the star or the angel, whatever we're putting on, just because I wanted us to remember and our kids to get the full picture, that it wasn't just a baby, but it was... His sole purpose was there was a wage, a price that had to be paid, and he came. The gift for us is that he paid that price, and if we accept that and walk in relationship with him and trust him for that, then that's the gift that we receive is that we get to walk in relationship with God because of that that gift and that price that he paid. So that's kind of a thing that we kept on there, um, on the tree, just to kind of help our eyes see beyond just the birth um, yeah. the birth of a baby. But those are the main things in the Christmas movies. I mean, definitely yes. all of that. So we've got kind of some quirky and something we have started that the kids actually love, which is not very Christmassy. But we, <laughs> having older kids, we started going to the movies on Christmas uh-huh. Day. Uh-huh. And so I think the last time we waited a little late to get our tickets, and so it was 10 a.m. And so we were like – you know what? We'll do stockings. We'll go to the movie. We'll come back. Uh-huh. We'll read the story, have our first time, and then jump into presents or whatever. So again, it's just like we have traditions, but when I was kind of checking in with all the kids, they were like, we kind of like that that we'll, we hold everything kind of loosely too. But there are those foods too. Do you have those foods yes, that are okay. only at Christmas? So my mother makes – and it, 
this cinnamon roll Christmas tree on Christmas morning. Really? And it's nothing fancy. Literally, it's just cinnamon rolls from the can. And she lines them up in the shape of a Christmas tree and bakes them. That is the best. And then dyes icing green and puts sprinkles on top. I love One year she was sick at Christmas and I about lost my mind because we weren't going to have the cinnamon roll Christmas tree. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean we're canceling it? No, we're not. I will make it. Some of it will not be canceled. So this year is my first Christmas with my in-laws. Because last year oh, it was our first Christmas yes, together and yes. with my family. And so I'm kind of already thinking, are we going to have a cinnamon roll Christmas tree? Do I get to do it? What's going to happen? <laughs> um, but it is fun because you get to see two different, being in that young married stage, you get to see two different families and their traditions. And yes. then Aaron and I getting to set our own. Yes. His family, they always go to this Dallas Symphony Orchestra concert every year. And so that's kind of been a fun tradition to get to be a part of with them. And they go look at Christmas lights afterwards. And it's like just that. fun traditions like that and just getting to do that kind of stuff. I like you know? that. You may have to take the Christmas tree cinnamon rolls over to I think I'm gonna have their to. family because that I'm would be a hard to. thing to give up. And I may be the only one eating it, but I'll eat a That's whole okay. two things of cinnamon rolls I could to build eat the can. Christmas tree by myself. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I may adopt that one. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. But I love those things that you kind of look forward to. Like we yes. never do sausage balls except at Christmas. Yes. Or, you know, you have those recipes you don't, like the Christmas tree uh-huh. cinnamon rolls. Well, and when we were little, uh, we had this advent calendar and it had a different character of the advent story for every day of December. And so you've got the star, you've got the wise men and the shepherds and the manger and all this. And then the last day is baby Jesus. And my brother and I would, once we got old enough, would figure out who's, because we would do it every other day. We each got to open them every other yep. day. So I think I did it first because I was old enough to realize it first. If one person started a day, that person also ended it and got to put baby Jesus up oh. and we would have the biggest fights over it. And I think we finally lost it, which mom may have hidden it and been like, I'm done with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Yeah. You start counting ahead when you I, land on that baby day. Jesus. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> baby Jesus is lost. Yeah, We yeah. must find but him. It's just fun. To, it, traditions are just fun around this time of year. They are. And there's something too about it kind of bonds you as a family. Yes. It kind of creates this culture, like whatever it is, the, the advent the crown on the tree, somebody gets to get up and place that or the, you know, the voting on the, like everybody's like, we're all adults yes. and we're all voting on the Christmas album and everybody's like side calling me like, you know, I really think it should be Kirk Franklin because I mean, it's Jesus's holiday, you know, we're getting like all these, but it is, that's kind of what makes you tight and close because you kind of expect those, I don't know, makes yes. you feel safe. You yes. Can, it makes you feel safe. I love it. Well, Margie, this has been so fun talking I about hospitality it. and traditions. Before we go, there's two questions that we ask all of our listeners. One, what is something that you're loving? And two, what is something that you're learning? Okay, so something I'm learning is I really feel like the Lord is talking to me a lot about just keeping my hands open because all of my seasons and stages of life are changing and shifting. And so just keeping them open to whatever he places in them. He's just like, Margie, you, I know you have this idea and this picture, but we're going to just throw that picture down and smash it for something better. And just trusting that it is better because he's been faithful to bring those good things, even the hard good has been good. So just holding my hands open to him to receive, but to also let go of my kids and what I think holidays should look like or uh, communication, um, friendships, all of that, just holding them very loosely. So that's the thing that I, I feel like I'm really learning. And the thing that I'm loving is, and this will probably get some blowback. Mm-hmm. 
Wallpaper's return. I am loving that Wallpaper is back. It's so fun. You didn't see that one coming. No, I didn't. (laughs) I love the prints. Like Rifle Paper has a wallpaper and it's so bright and happy. And then this one client let me do like coral with this white print, just really funky fun in the powder bath. And so I said I would never do wallpaper after I had to steam all this wallpaper. Oh, I'm having horrible flashbacks right now because when oh, yeah. my parents moved into the house they're in now, take there was down. grassy, grassy, <laughs> like textured, oh, yeah, that's grassy back. wallpaper. It's back. Don't tell me that, Margie. Don't tell me that. Don't tell my mother. None of us are getting this in their entryway. And we had, we sprayed like wrinkle release on it yes. and scraped it. Yes. It took hours. It's terrible. Hours. It's terrible. Mom's and- going to hear this and also be She's gonna thinking be- the same thing. There's <laughs> this internal cringe that's happening right now. I get it because I was like, never again as I'm steaming the walls. I'm like, I'm never doing wallpaper. And now I know. And then, you know what? In 10 years, we'll be going steaming it all off. We're never doing this. this? So Uh I'm loving that wallpaper is back. Some of it is is really cute. It is really cute. And even the grass cloth is back, but not everybody's I will never. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be my life's work now. Convince Taylor to put grass cloth in her house. I'm going to be convincing everyone else to not. (laughs) No. And then my other is um, found items. I love Target and Home Goods, but I am loving kind of the return to found items. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Like um, things that you would find at a Goodwill or an estate sale yes, or okay. a garage sale, something that's older that's been used before. Uh-huh. And uh, my daughter, my middle daughter and I were in Round Top not too long ago, and I, I found myself loving the story of like, this was a fish basket from France. Yes. But she had like hay and pumpkins coming out of it and like taking something and using it different. And then there was like a piece of wood, kind of carved wood, and it was from Gambia. Is that right? I had never even heard of that country. And so I'm kind of loving this whole like back to kind of our grandmother's things that they used and kind of the found items. And my last one is Burt's Bees, I think I'm late to this, has a kind of a chapstick uh-huh. that's tinted. Oh, it's good. So you don't have to like, I don't like lipstick. Except one time I oh, no. dropped get... it on myself and it will stain your shirt. It will. Okay, yes. that's good to know. Like, I'm Just don't so, drop it. <laughs> I'm so into that because I do not like lipstick, but I'm yes. like, I feel like I want so a little helpful. bit of color. Yes. And it's like just enough where you don't look like you're trying too hard. I love that. I know. So those are my things. That. Well, Margie, thanks for being here today. <laughs> thanks, Taylor. This has been really fun. Thanks for let me be a part. Thanks for listening to the Equip Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode drops and follow us on social media to stay connected. We're at GABC underscore women. See you next time.